Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So since late November, many of us in the parish and and I know online people around the world have been uh, going on a joyride together. We, uh, every day we've been receiving a little dose of joy in our email. And uh, the reason we've been going on this joyride is because Christmas is the great feast of joy. Right? This is no doubt why the whole world embraces Christmas. Because joy is something that we're all desiring, are we not? We're all drawn to joy. In fact, joy is something that we all need. Joy is a a basic building block for a healthy human life. I was going for a a walk at the beach uh, a few weeks back and I came across these treasure hunters. They had their metal detectors and they were just up and down the beach, you know, looking, looking for treasure. And I was watching them, I was kind of fascinated and I thought to myself, That's kind of like us in life, right? We're constantly searching for treasure, (laughs) constantly searching for joy. And the reason we're constantly searching, the reason we don't stop, is because most of the joy that we find is fleeting, is it not? It comes and it goes. That delicious double chop chip cooking. (laughs) All that beautiful glass of red, it only lifts our spirits for a short time, unfortunately, doesn't it? The, uh, the joy of a new job, or buying a new property, or having a, sh- a win on the share market, or going travelling, none of it lasts very long. Any Richmond fans here? Richmond Tigers supporters? We've got a few. Yeah, thankfully only a few. Even the joy of winning three flags out of four years kind of wears off pretty quick, right? You know, the same can be true of, with our Christmas traditions. This is a joyful time of year, is it not? The carols, the, um, the decorations, the, the, the parties, all the food, the holidays. It's joyful. But when it's all over, doesn't it just seem like often we go back to life just as it was? As if all of that joy has made no real lasting difference in our lives. Now, some of us might be quite happy living life like this, just going from joy to joy. I mean, it can be quite exhausting, it can be a bit stressful, but you think, well, at least it gives me something to do. I just keep, you know, keep hunting for joy. I keep searching. I'm happy. But what if this isn't the only joy that we're created for? That's my question to you today. Now, on the other side of the fence, there are some of us here and, and, and online, no doubt, that have actually given up on joy altogether. Maybe you've experienced some tough circumstances in your life, hurt, trauma, loss, and at some point you have decided that joy just isn't for you. You cannot see how it's possible to have joy again. And in fact, you've, you've even given up on, the, on, on wanting joy just given up. Maybe you believe that 
you're not deserving of joy, that you've, you've done something to disqualify yourself from it. And so without even realising it, you go through life and you're looking for evidence that proves that I can't have joy in my life. Can you relate? <laughs> Maybe you do allow joy in your life, but only little bits because you're afraid that you might lose it. You only uh, allow a little joy in your life to, to protect yourself from disappointment. Now, if this is you, you're in very good company, right? In fact, this was the, the, the kind of mindset that the people had at the time of the prophet Isaiah, who we heard in the first reading. These were the people that God had promised to have a great life. And they were having a great... They were living in their promise until this great powerful army came, the Assyrians, and uh, they invaded their territory, they decimated their city, their homes, and they drove them out to a foreign land. So here they were, God's people, and they were powerless. They were unable to live their faith and their traditions. Maybe we can relate a little bit after lockdowns, right? Uh, They were living under the control of an army who were known for their brutality and their torture. They were suffering at every level, physical and emotional and psychological and spiritual. There was no room for joy in their life. Now it was all about survival. Can you relate with that? i just got to get through this. But then the prophet Isaiah is called by God. God wants to speak to his people. And he delivers these words through the prophet Isaiah, which are some of the, the most hopeful words ever written. The famous words that we hear every Christmas. Through the prophet, God gives his people this picture of the future. And we heard it today. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. That those who live in the land of deep shadow, a light has shone. You have made their gladness greater. You have made their joy increase. For the yoke that was weighing on them, the, the bar, the, the, the burden across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, these you break as on the day at Midian. See, in the midst of their suffering, in the midst of their hopelessness, God is saying to his people, and therefore he's saying to us, that you, you may have abandoned me. You may have stopped walking in my ways, but I've not abandoned you. You can always rely on me to be faithful to my promise. God says, I will redeem you again. But this time, I will give you a joy that no one can take away. And this joy will come to you through a child. What child is this? The carol asks who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, with angels, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch her keeping. Then the, the carol declares, this, this child is Christ the King. See, what we celebrate at Christmas is that this child that Isaiah uh, prophesied has come into our world. He's come into our lives. This child that Isaiah is talking about is the Christ. It's God's gift to humanity. You see, many of us probably live with this idea that we get what we deserve in life, right? But that's not the Christian message. The promise of Christmas is that we get, through Jesus, we get far more 
than we could ever ask or ever imagine, let alone deserve. As Isaiah says to us today, through this child, we get access to the wonder counsellor, to the mighty God, to the eternal Father, to the Prince of Peace. Jesus is the light who overcomes our darkness. He is the one who removes the bar from across our shoulders. He is our true justice. And therefore, Isaiah proclaims to us today, he is the source of a joy that cannot be taken away, a joy that has no limits. See, Isaiah is saying that, that true joy is nothing other than the presence of a God who is with us. For God so loved the world, Jesus said, that he gave his one and only son. You see, this son, Emmanuel, this is God's way of saying to all of us that I want joy for you. I want all of you, regardless of what you're experiencing in life, to have true joy. How exactly does this son save us? How, how does this sun overcome our darkness and give us true joy? Well, this is where the baby is so important. We had a um, little crisis yesterday. We couldn't find the baby. <laughs> Thankfully, we found him. Originally. Well, I was calling after him everywhere. We found him. You see, the oppressed people... At the time of Isaiah and at the time of Jesus, they were expecting this powerful political king to come and solve all their problems. That's what they were waiting for. That's what they were expecting the saviour would be, right? Maybe a bit like us sometimes. We look to the government to solve our problems, you know, or, or our spouse or, I don't know, some great leader that we might follow. But the people thought that uh, salvation would come from out there somewhere that when the circumstances were resolved, then, then, okay, I can be joyful again. I can have hope again. But God coming as a baby is saying to us that this is, this is not how I work. I'm not going to save you by changing your circumstances. I'm going to save you by changing your heart. It's not going to be through military or political power that I save you, but through relationship, through the power of love. I'll save you not from the outside in, but from the inside out. I'm going to deal with the worst oppression, and that is the oppression of your heart. I'm going to give you a salvation and a joy that cannot be taken away because it's not dependent on circumstances or on people but on a relationship that will live on forever. Jesus said, this, my kingdom is not a kingdom of this world. You know, over the years, uh, people have often complimented me on my joy, and uh, I've got to say, for a long time, I didn't even notice it. I, I just, it was just life, you know, just how I am. <laughs> uh, but I kept hearing this feedback, so I, I did a bit of reflection on myself, and, and as, I, as I reflected, I thought, it's true. I could see the joy in me. But what I also realised in that reflection is that this hasn't always been my experience. You know, for a number of reasons, joy was a bit hit and miss in my life for many years. 
For a long time, I carried deep insecurities. I had low self-esteem. I had a lot of fears. I struggled with relationship. And, and I grew up with this idea that joy was finite and fickle. It could be taken away at any time. No matter what I tried to do, I could not get this monkey off my back. That was just my mindset. That was just how I, I kind of lived my life. The big change in my life only started to come when my image of God changed. See, I'm so grateful for my mum. She planted the seed of faith when I was young, but it wasn't until I was an adult that I had the realisation that my image of God was a little bit off. I realised oh, God is not out there somewhere, kind of looking down or, you know, out there. God is profoundly personal and accessible to us. And that realisation radically changed the way that I related with God. Rather than going to God when I needed something, I started to actually build a relationship with Christ. And it was in that relationship that I discovered the wonder counsellor, the mighty God, the, the eternal Father, the Prince of Peace. It was in the relationship that I started to, to uh, somehow discover this new life and, and, and this new joy. It was almost like it was just awakened within me. I'm not sure how it happened, but through the relationship it happened. I found this river that just keeps on flowing and keeps on blessing my life regardless of what I come up against. I found it through the relationship. What I've learned about joy is that it doesn't always translate into big smiles and laughter. See, true joy is an attitude of the heart. It's an attitude which convinces us that life is good regardless of the circumstances. Joy is a deep gladness in our spirit. It's a desire to want to live well, to make the most of the life that we've been given. This kind of joy is a total gift. There is absolutely nothing we can do to make it happen. It's something that God just mysteriously does within us as we're in relationship with him. That's the good news of Christmas, that all of us can have it. All of us can have this gift. All of us can have the relationship. You see, a baby doesn't lie there and say, oh, I don't like you, I don't like you, I don't like you, does it? It's not judgmental. It might cry if it's not mum, but it'll allow anyone to pick it up. It's totally accessible. That's what God is saying to us at Christmas, despite what you may think. I haven't come to judge you. I haven't come to control you. I haven't come to give you hoops you've got to jump through. I've... I come as a gift and anyone can pick me up. And the proof of that is in the shepherds who were the lowest of the low and they were among the first to see the baby. And the wise men who were foreigners, they weren't meant to be the first, but they were. Anyone can pick up the baby. If that's you today, if you want to pick up this Christmas gift in a new way this year, in a way that will actually really make a difference, a lasting difference to your life. I want to invite you to respond in two ways today. Firstly, I want to invite you just to receive this gift into your heart. 
Receive the gift that God is freely offering you, the gift of Christ. You, you don't need to understand it, right? Just like we, we can't understand the beauty and the wonder of a newborn baby, can you? It's just too miraculous. All you can do is just allow that baby to capture your heart. That's also true of the Christmas gift, the Christmas baby. We just need to allow it, allow this, this sign of God's love, this profound act of love, just to win our hearts over. That's the first way of responding I want to invite you to today. The second is to say yes, not just to the gift of Christ, but also to a relationship with him. You see, the gift is for the purpose of relationship. The gift isn't magic. The gift transforms our life and fills us with joy through the relationship. So I want to encourage you today to make a commitment, say yes to the relationship. Allow Jesus into your heart. Look to him as your king. Give him honour. Worship him. Make a commitment to pursue him in your daily life. Do something every day to grow in your awareness of God, to grow in your love of God. I want to pause just for a moment now just to give you a chance to make that response if you want to. You don't know exactly how it happens. It's a spiritual thing, right? But somehow when we open our hearts to this gift, when we welcome Christ, God gets into us and starts to do extraordinary things in our lives. So I want to encourage you now, in this moment, just in in the quiet of your heart, to say yes to Christ as your saviour and as your king and yes to a relationship with him. Say yes to this Christmas impacting you, not just today, not just for the next few days, but for the rest of your life. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.